1: Welcome to The Waiting Room, a Quantum Leap podcast, proudly brought to you by SJP World Media. And we are back after another little hiatus again. Real life gets in the way, our busy schedules get in the way, Uh, work, family stuff, and of course other projects and podcasts as well. But when I say we, obviously that doesn't mean I'm here on my own. I am joined as always by my partner in time,
0: Mr. Benny Mac. It's bloody lovely to speak to you again. It is, man. We've been talking for about thirty minutes before we even started recording. So it's just wonderful. <laughs> yeah, we haven't, you know, we, we we talk via the old, you know, WhatsApp or whatever. But actually, to have a conversation with you about just normal things that isn't Quantum Leap is uh, is always good, mate. Genuinely. So um, I keep saying it, and we haven't done it yet. And I'm going to say it on the pod right now. Um, drink at some point, mate. It's got to happen. So um, I missed out on the 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 Raw Rumble thing that happened recently, unfortunately, because of work. Um, yep. Ironically, mate. If I'd have actually not been working, I ended up being ill anyway. So I would, either way, I wouldn't have been there. So, but I'm hoping it was a good night and uh, you all enjoyed it, to be fair. But yeah, man, great to be back doing Waiting Room. Yeah,
1: yeah, really looking forward to diving into this as well. Um, it's funny, actually, because it turns out, uh, you know, a little peek behind how I operate, I suppose. Um, for a few of my podcasts, I make notes on my laptop uh, and I have a separate page for each one. So I've got a page that says Nitro Nights Notes waiting room notes, Dr. Who pod notes, whatever. When I went to look up what episode we were up to in our quantum leap watch back, uh, I typed, I went on my waiting room notes and so on, bought it up. And it turns out I'd already watched it and made notes for this episode many, many, many weeks ago when we were still in the, in the process of recording more regularly. Yes, so yeah. I've got notes. I've rewatched the episode again today just to make sure, just to refresh my mind. But I've got notes here that I made. Many, many weeks ago. So it's gonna be interesting talking about the episode to see how accurate my notes were back then to see if I agree with myself. now if that makes sense.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to see if you agree with your past self. That's quite yes. um uh, now I will give you some little insight. The day we were meant to record, obviously you yourself cancelled because of whatever was going on. Um and it's a good job you did because I agreed to go and get a new sofa with the other half. I had okay. to rent a van and everything. The whole process took a lot longer than I was expecting. When you messaged me, I think it was thirty minutes before we were meant to record, and you said we cancelled. I was like, "Thank God for that," because I would have had twenty-three minutes to watch a forty-five-minute episode, which I hadn't watched yet. So <laughs> it wouldn't have—it wouldn't have worked that day. So for whatever reason, it's all worked out pretty well, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, but yeah, I, m- I measure my relationship with my other half in sofas. And We've had about four since we've been together. This might be the f- yeah fourth one now. So, every year we seem to have a new sofa, but I'm hoping for a while we don't have to buy a bloody another one because I'm sick and tired of moving them out of the house. And, like I said, this time, the funny, I know this is going off topic completely, but there was a whole conversation between her and her family basically of like, how are we going to get this sofa back here? And while they were arguing about how they were going to do it and who couldn't do it and who could do it, I did, I'd organized a van and went, don't worry, I got a van, so I couldn't be able to sit there anymore, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> so, I'm like, I've got a van, don't worry, how much does that cost you it doesn't matter. Yeah, but it was quite expensive. It's too late to book now. Yeah, <laughs> I would get on
1: with it. Sort of get on with
0: it now. Like yeah. yeah, I you you know me fairly well. I think you know when I've got a project in mind, you probably get annoyed by me, by and most people do. When I have not, not just you, but friends in general, when I have a project idea, I just want to move a hundred you know miles an hour and let's get it done. Doesn't always work that way, and you know I, would, in theory, mate, we should be on season four by now. I feel. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but we're well, not. in theory, we we should probably be bypassing all of this by now and be talking about the new quantum leap because it took us a little while to reach the spot we're in.
0: But yeah, though. I'm hoping people enjoy the show because we do get I, what I like about this show as well is that we do get messages by the way and we do see them and I think Size better at doing it than me, but you do reply to them when we've had them. We've had some really nice compliments from people, yeah. and they're worried that it's not coming back and stuff like that. And I, you know, again, Size already said it. Life gets in the way, Um work. You know, I'm working full time now as well um i'd love to uh, again off air i've said like i'd love to see this paranormal show but you need to be i want to do research for that and it's a lot of time to research mm-hmm. something yeah, rest in, i'm just a big fan of quantum leap you know all right it's good to watch about the episodes but i think generally you, we could sit down for an hour and talk about quantum leap as an overall show and what it means to us, which we've kind of done anyway but do you know what i mean whereas other subjects that we do on this network we want to make sure that we are well informed i guess is the best way of saying it Mm. Well, yeah, totally, totally. And it is is—it is that situation. I mean, we've said it before, but
1: it it does feel kind of stop-start with this project. But it's not a project that I've ever thought to myself, that's it, we'll knock it on the head. To me, it's always active. It just depends upon how right. many episodes we can get done in, in a certain time frame. Um You've got your work and family and obviously other projects and commitments there. I've got the same my end. So trying to get you and I aligned you know time wise and and so on to get episodes done it can be tricky but then there's other occasions where everything does align and we get a run a really good run and get a good sort of five six episodes in the bank and then we can't record again for a little while because other things pop up but you mentioned there about messages from people on facebook and twitter and so on It, it is fantastic people messaging saying when's the show coming back or uh, you know, I've I've got to the end of what's recorded. Is this it? I'm I'm missing the show and so on. Um, if it ever gets to a point where you know it looks like there's no more episodes, bear with us. There will be. But we're hoping to be in a position where we're reco- we're releasing ideally once a week, maybe once a fortnight. We'll have to see how we go going forward. But I'm hoping we can start getting back into a rhythm again, Benny.
0: Yeah, I mean, I love the. F- I mean, nothing against our circle of podcasters at all. But it's also nice to get people that message us outside of that. And we get a lot of them, of course, Joe, to be fair. So it's really nice to the people are enjoying it. So if you have messaged us, I think we we t- we tend to mention the people anyway. Well, we've made a little comment about it. But if yeah. we haven't, thank you very much and keep doing it. And we are obviously obviously as we're recording. I don't know when this is going to be out. So I'm hoping next week or the week after. But hopefully, I mean, I'm you know, we'll just get better at trying to pencil in a bit more but it's my work schedule or your work schedule or family or whatever like we've already said uh-huh. a bit of a, a challenge i mean mate t- just even trying to record at the moment because in the corners back on sjp as well i didn't think i was going to do that anymore but it's back and you know i can't not do it i love doing it to be honest i love having tyler on when you've popped on i've whether, whoever's come on the show and help me at any point i love talking wrestling and it's just uh good fun normally so but we'll, we will get there um it's just It's just as you said, but even just trying to get that recorded and that's once a week at the moment on a Thursday. Yeah. Okay. I did two this week, but that's because I had time, but like just trying to get one done a week. Yeah. Fit in work, family. And I've been going back to the gym as well, trying to get healthier and stuff like that and mentally and physically, but even just doing once a week can be a challenge. So, you know, anyway, Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, (laughs) we're out of date. We're out of date. Top story over. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um,
1: We are just going to carry on where we once left off, I suppose would be the term. Uh, We have reached episode seven of the third season of Quantum Leap's original run. Uh, This first aired November the 10th, 1992, and the episode is entitled Black on White on Fire. Sam has arrived in August of 1965, well, August the 11th to be specific, uh, of 1965, which is a pretty historic important date in the area he has arrived in he has arrived in uh watts los angeles and anyone who's aware of um certain issues uh, going back into the 60s and uh, the, those surrounding times will be aware of the watts riots that lasted several days and and people lost their lives and and, and so on There's millions and millions of pounds worth of damage done and effectively a big area of la was a chaotic riot zone. It was a war zone. It was a combat zone for, for a long period of time, like so four or five days it, it ran for. This, to me, Benny, before we dive into the episode and discuss what we liked and didn't like and so on, this, to me, on face value, is kind of perfect as an example of what I love about Quantum Leap because I I don't like Sam meddling in big historical um moments or dates or, or or situations because obviously he cannot change those because the real history in real life and so on. I like the fact with Quantum Leap it's a case of Sam is almost, for want of a better term, about trying to say patronizing, is is helping the little man, so to speak. It's not a big world-changing uh thing he has to fix, but to that individual, it changes their world or their family's world or whatever. Yeah. This here is what I really like. You don't get many episodes like this. He Sam has leapt in and has to change something for the little man, so to speak, The um the, uh, an ordinary individual who, who no one's ever heard of historically and so on, but he's doing it in the backdrop of a huge historical event. And that i enjoy because we get the references to real life history while sam is doing his time travel changing the past bit in more the forefront of the story as well with regards to the watts riots and so on are you familiar with with much of the history yourself or is it more so from seeing this and and, and uh, picking up on bits and bobs that were discussed on the episode uh, pretty much
0: this episode to be fair um, yeah I'd heard of them, and I think we may have discussed it in school, possibly, when I was younger. Yeah, yeah, most likely, yeah. But, you know, we tend to learn about, like, our history in a sense of, like, you know, the Battle of Hastings is has always won, and then we did a bit of, like, World War Two and stuff. But, you know, I mean, they talk, we have we spoke about race and, uh, you know, and all this kind of stuff that had happened in the past. But, no, I wouldn't say we had, like, a, we didn't dive in, do you know what I mean, to a specific... Um, thing that i'm trying to remember if i've ever heard of this before but i think it was it more than likely was from quantum leapers when i was younger to be totally honest so um apart from what's in the episode i'm yeah not really a great deal i mean obviously it's um again another sort of chapter unfortunately in in the history of the world with this happening um i like the way al kind of um you know, because you said about Sam's helping the little people, but he does hint towards like, oh, maybe I'm here to stop the riots, and because um, Al kind of fills in because if a, a fellow got, gets arrested and it really like sort of lights the fuse, as as Al says it, mm-hmm. um, and then Sam's like, oh, maybe I'm here to stop, and he goes, well, he got, you know, you'd have to have come here 50 years ago. He goes, I thought you said it started this afternoon, and he's like, I was like, no, it's the first time like a child went hungry or a uh, black man was harassed by a police officer so yeah, yeah it's, it's 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 been ongoing so i like that al had kind of brought sam back down to like no you can't change that you know so but yeah in terms of your question yeah this episode i believe i like, go oh, obviously since this episode i'm more of aware of it and i probably over i don't remember it but i've probably read stuff online or looked into it a bit more and stuff to find out a bit more about it but yeah it, it um I think actually for once in the episode, like not they're pretty good overall, but like this is a really good interpretation. I think of, I think there was a little bit of, I th- I could be wrong here, whether it was filmed then in at, in at the time or whether it was original footage of like the area at some point. I'm not sure. It might just be the way things were filmed back then in the uh, sort of like, you know, early 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
1: the, the, the riot scenes themselves, you mean?
0: Yeah, so not all of them, because you, you can kind of tell the difference, can't you? Or or maybe the news footage is what I'm actually thinking about. Off the top of my head here, the news footage on the TV, I believe, was it, it seemed like it could be genuine TV reports from back then, but mate, okay. it might be recreated. I'm not sure. I have no idea, to be honest. The the uh, the news footage
1: itself, I can't answer that for you. I'm afraid I've got no idea. But the stock footage of certain scenes in the riot so i mean and and present day we can see quite clearly what is stock footage and what isn't back in you know the early 90s when this would have aired on television there was no hd there was no super hd and all that fancy dance stuff everyone's tv basically showed the same picture slightly blurry it was what it was the stock footage wouldn't have looked as jarring in comparison to the filmed for the episode footage because we're watching this back now with all our fancy TVs and, and and technology and so on. So the stuff that they have filmed for the episode with Sam and Al and and whatnot looks sharper and clearer than when they cut to footage of explosions and riots and so on. Yes, yeah. So, so not- it's quite yeah, it's quite yeah. jarring when you watch it back in present day, because the difference between the quality in the two and the way it was filmed and, and what materials were used to capture the images were, were probably quite different. But back when it was first aired, the difference wouldn't have been highlighted as much. The The news and reporting and so on, I've got no idea. But the the, the footage of Sam when he's running through the riots and they cut away from Sam and show buildings exploding and so on, that I'm not sure is part of the original um, captured images from '65. I believe this is just stock footage of riots happening, uh, and um, not necessarily from that from, particular. From that. But I don't know for certain. But that's why that's what I kind of think, reading up what I've read.
0: Sometimes in these shows, because uh, you know any show, any sci-fi, cy- not even a sci-fi show, any show that's like dealing with a a, a period piece, in the, whether it's '60, '70, '80, whatever, they. T- sometimes they do use actual footage or news footage from the, yeah. from the time, don't they? So, uh, yeah, I wasn't sure either, to be honest. But um, I did feel like... The, yeah. sorry, sorry, they used the same footage
1: twice as well. There's a building that explodes twice. Have you seen that? Do you know what? I thought it looked... <laughs> there's one build, There's one particular building. If you go back and watch the episode and you see these, these slightly blurrier, less clear clips of, of things going on, there's a building that explodes. And about four or five minutes later, it's the same footage of the same building exploding again
0: (laughs) Oh, okay well maybe maybe that was where an advert break went so they brought it back and used it to (laughs) re-emphasize what was going on maybe i don't know um that's a bit weird although i did notice that there is a bit in the episode i know we're getting ahead of ourselves here but there was a bit in the episode where i think al says to sam um he tells him to go to apartment 218 yes Pretty sure the door number he walked into is two seventeen. You're more than pretty sure. You're bang on the money. You are one hundred percent correct. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know it is what it is. I'm not, you know, um, but yeah. I mean, it. I was going to say. I feel like I was more. Not that I wasn't interested in the the story that they were telling, obviously, but I, I found myself more interested in in what these these riots were about and what was going on and what mm-hmm. the times were like and. And then I always feel, you know, they we we, we have bit you know police brutality and stuff like that, and I don't know. It's just like well, a little bit of background
1: then for those who are unaware, and I, I'm far from an expert on this. Uh, I'm going to give you uh, just a little bit of info as as and the listeners to to sort of try and understand, and I, I encourage people to go back and and look into things themselves more so than listen to me, but by all means, but we get mentions throughout the episode by um Lonnie who is the brother of who Sam has leapt into and he is very he's a very angry young man um very much uh, fed up of discrimination and racism and the issues that are facing um uh, black Americans in in this particular part of the United States and so on tensions are riding high and have been for years in this particular area uh literally five or six months previous because this is the August of 65 Malcolm X was assassinated. So that's another big uh, flashpoint in history with regards to uh, issues with regards to race and so on in these particular areas. So tensions are high anyway. And you mentioned there about police brutality and and um, young black p- people getting hit and mistreated by the authorities and so on, which went on all the time. There was also... Uh, people were very fed up of... Uh, certain levels I mean when I say segregation I don't necessarily mean segregation like we would have seen back in um, previous times with Rosa Parks on the bus and you know fountains for white people and fountains for black people as we've seen on previous episodes of Quantum Leap but there was definitely a level of prejudice and segregation with regards to schooling Um, uh, black children weren't given as many opportunities with regards to education and schooling as their white counterparts Um, work as well I mean you go back to say that the forties, not long after the second world war there was a huge immigration into this area in in America and it meant that uh, there was supposed to be like lots of industry and businesses and, and factories thriving there to create lots of work which is why people flocked there not all of these businesses and and places of work delivered on the amount of um, employment they, they, I suppose, were hoping to, which led to uh, lots of unemployment and poverty and so on. And this led to people stealing uh, and and whatever to try and get by, which then of course led to the police um, arresting and, and stereotyping and, and hitting and, and all this sort of horrible, horrible stuff. And then the riots themselves. On, on this, on this particular day, the 11th of August, 1965, we get a mention later on that a guy was um, beaten up by the police, that that is the original flashpoint for the riots. There was a, there was a fellow who was stopped by a policeman. Because he was dr- drunk driving, basically. And he had his mum in the car. I don't know if he was driving his car or his mum's car. I am I don't know the, back, the, the details, but there was, a, there was a young black gentleman who was arrested for driving uh, under the influence. He and his mum tried to resist arrest. This led to the police officer getting a bit heavy-handed, and it, it kind of escalated from there. Um, that was one of the big flashpoints to the start of the riots, from there obviously the police are then using physicality and the army come in and all sorts to try and suppress these people who are incredibly cross with their situation and feel incredibly frustrated with with what's going on and there was also a huge rumor that circulated early on that the police had either attacked or punched or kicked a pregnant lady
0: yes yeah
1: and that's mentioned in the episode as well now that whereas the initial arrest of this 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 young man and his mum for resisting arrest and drunk driving and and assaulting a police officer or whatever it was they put it down to was the i suppose the spark that ignited the 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 fire the fuel was very much this rumor about the pregnant lady getting hit or punched or kicked or whatever it was shortly after that so it escalated very very quickly and of course you haven't got the internet, I mean, don't go wrong, the internet is full of people telling lies and exaggerating anyway. But you haven't got ways of instantly checking facts. So it's almost like, you know, hearsay uh, and rumours spread and people are already, they're tired, they're hungry, they're frustrated with their lives and their situation and being mistreated. And these terrible rumours of what had gone on almost Pushed them over the edge to react and, and behave the way they did with these riots and lots of, you know, looting assault, um, setting fire of buildings, um, property damage. I mean, like I said, $40 million worth of damage was, was caused. And this is 1965. So I can't imagine what the figure would translate to now. Uh, over 30 people passed away during these riots, three and a half thousand ish were arrested. So, and this is in the course of four or five days, but this, huge historical event because it is a big part of this particular part of the world's history it's it's the backdrop to the story that we're getting with sam isn't it benny
0: uh yeah sorry. i was just reading some of the other stuff as you were talking as well because i thought i better look it up um but i will will say the episode doesn't depict it uh, because we kind of get our conclusion and we you know he's gone i didn't realize That these riots lasted six days as well. As I'm reading here, so as long as six was it? Six days apparently. According, I'm looking on Wikipedia right now about it. Um, The forty million dollars is like spot on as well, according to them. So it's just, I mean, yeah, it doesn't even depict like we 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 basically get a day of it, don't we? Or you know, maybe a day and a half, maybe at the most. Um, So yeah, the fact that it lasted for six days is quite horrific to be honest not just yeah i mean i I don't i i can't place myself in
1: that scenario to understand how it would work or operate i can't i've got no information as to how i mean i can't imagine it would be 24 hour rioting for for six days or however long it was you said it was i can't imagine it'd be constant there must have been lulls in the in the fighting i mean the closest thing i can i can sort of put against it is that where where i live in gloucester probably around what were we in now 2010 20, 20, uh, 12 years ago maybe we had some very nowhere near as as, as dramatic or as, as big as i mean these, what happened in gloucester was just stupid idiot hoodie kids acting like dickheads but we effectively had a few days of rioting here but it would be late at night nothing would happen in a day. So during the day, it's almost like a recovery time. That's the only likeness or or comparison I personally can have to put into this scenario. And we don't know how long Sam's there for, do we? There's no real scale of time. It's not like in other leaps where... We see Sam go off to bed and wake up in the morning and have breakfast, so we know we know he's on a second or third day or whatever. There's no real concept of time, so we don't know if it is constant rioting for that that duration, or if there's lulls
0: in what's going on. It's not really explained, is it? No, I mean, we do see him go to sleep at one point, but I assume that's the same day. But then, then we have a period of time where he's helping people as well, which is you know. Mm. But we again, we don't know whether he's been in there a day, two days, three days. Has he gone through like in it's like a couple of days? I, we, like you said, there's no um, no real uh, sort of concept for us apart from that one day. Is um, so yeah, so it, it can be difficult. But yeah, I was just obviously it felt like maybe he was there for a day and a half. So obviously the fact that it lasted six days is um, is uh, is quite scary, really. To be honest with you. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. A date. About date. you mentioned about the riots in Gloucester. Now, I didn't know there were riots in Gloucester. To be fair, but I suppose using the term riot might not be accurate. Yeah. But if, was, if you type uh, into if you type into Google Gloucester
1: riots, it does come up with police reports and stuff that happened. But it was just idiot kids smashing up shops and so on. But yeah. where I live, it, where I live in Gloucester is 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 a pretty shitty, horrible part of Gloucester. I'm not gonna lie; it's not a particularly pleasant area. I was in the, my house was like. Um, I'll put it this way: some of the places that were attacked were on the same road as my kid's school, so that's how close it was to my house. Because you know, the, the the junior school was just literally just around the corner from where I live, so it's it felt very much on my doorstep. And it's nowhere near the level of what happened uh, in, in what we're discussing in 1965. Yeah, of course yeah. not. But it's the only thing I can, I can kind of, from a personal standpoint, put it put on as uh,
0: having experienced myself, I guess. It's very quickly going back. You said the forty million dollars worth of damage. You said, didn't you? You, I've done a little quick conversion here. So based on twenty twenty four money, it would be three hundred ninety seven million eighty two thousand two hundred and one dollars worth of damage. Bloody hell! Today's money. So uh, that's currently saying. In terms of the hoodie stuff, quickly as well. One little story I got is that's the only time I've really felt. I'm not even going to pretend. It is the oppression that the, the African-American community and people like that have had. I'm not even... The only time... But I remember going to Gloucester. Um, I forgot the name of the place. It doesn't really matter. But I was refused entry because of all the trouble with the people with the hoodies on. I had a okay. Hoodie. It was winter. I put it on because it was cold. Um, I was refused entry because of my hoodie. There was no... You look like Trouble wind. I, I look like Trouble of but that's the only time i can really say that i was like why you stop i'm old enough to drink i'm old i'm i work for a living i'm not you know um that's what do you know what makes me laugh i walked all the way back to the car put my hoodie in the boot walked back to the bar and let me in so Mm. even though i was wearing a hoodie to to allegedly signify that i was a troublemaker you still let me in after the fact because i took the hoodie off
1: Mm. it makes
0: no sense to me mate to be honest and stuff doesn't either so you know um yeah, it's a lot of money, though, isn't it? To be fair, I thought I'd uh, try. Well, and Well, track- yeah, but I mean, the thing that got me as well. I mean,
1: I'm I'm just going through my own notes, and I bought I bought stuff up again on, on on my phone here to double check the notes I've made are accurate because I'm reading my notes where I've done my research, and I'm thinking, why? I must have that wrong. Looking yeah. on my look at my own notes, so I've gone back and double checked myself, and no, the one that got me was not just the the the, the cost of the writing, and obviously the, the loss of life is horrific, of course, but. This was over a 46 square mile area. Yeah. It's, it's that, I can't, my mind, I can't, I can't even contemplate how big that is. I can't even begin to picture something that, that vast with regards to trouble like this, you know?
0: How, how, how far do you say it was? 40 miles, 40
1: 46
0: square miles. Um, 46, uh, yeah. I, pfft. I'll have to do a bit of... I'll, I'll do a bit of calculating while we, crack, while we crack on and I'll try and see if we can give you an idea of what area that is for us. So not well, fucking know. massive is what it is. It's yeah, <laughs> it quite, obviously, it's a very built-up area as well. I think... Yes. So I don't know whether you said... I think... One, so, I'm reading here 1,032 injuries, 3,438 arrests. Yeah. And the most... Um, now, it's not the biggest number but it doesn't matter because it's lives but 34 people did die during this whole thing which is... Well, uh, to say, me... Uh,
1: again it, it's a course of 34 people dying over a few days
0: yeah as
1: opposed to do you know what i mean in a,
0: in, a, in a city where it's not a war it's not meant to be a war zone is it it's meant to be where people live work eat and have fun mm, bloody yeah it. of course it, again to try and even quantify in our own brains because of the time we live in i mean obviously there we have still problems obviously but for us here where we live in the uk i'm not far from you to be fair is um it's hard to imagine and scary for the people, mm. you know, oh, I it's hard. Yeah. Anyway, we only went. Yeah, it's terrible, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Scary. yeah um, anyway, Sam sorts out any deep site. I'll see you next week, Benny.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. But no, it?
1: but it's the nice, situation you have,
0: the back, sorry, go The on. backdrop we have here is, uh, it's a real thing, isn't it? And we're, we have this occasionally, where yes. we have a big event where, it's hard not to talk about, why did this happen? You know, and, It shouldn't have happened obviously, but it did. And um, unfortunately, sometimes things like this happen because people feel like they are being taken advantage of, treated like crap, or whatever. And uh, hopefully, it has got better. I think it's better than it was. But uh, we've had this conversation before when we talked about um, Jesse and the color of truth. Things are better, but they're nowhere near to where they should be. We should, you know, I don't think so.
1: with regards to the episode and the, and the story they're telling itself, you've got the added, I, I suppose, uh, line in there or plot line or whatever. The the added um, extra, I suppose, of Sam leaping into Ray, who is, who is a young um, black guy who is going to medical school. Uh, he wants to become a doctor and so on. And he is dating a young lady named Susan, who is white, whose dad is a police chief and so on. So you've got the added, um, I suppose, uh, black and white relationship with the backdrop of these riots that are based around race, which again adds more, I suppose, uh, drama and and peril to the, the whole scenario. Now, what I find with this episode is, I mean, first off, straight away, I'll, I'll, I'll say, I, I love this. I really enjoyed this. But it does feel a little bit at times like if Sam didn't leap in, would Susan be in the trouble that he needs to save her from? Because effectively, he has to stop Susan dying in the riots, doesn't he? That's one of his tasks.
0: Yeah, I mean, even Al says at one point that, uh, you know, she it, the, the goal is to keep them together. Uh uh-huh. then yeah, she's um come to obviously the only thing I can really see that's different is maybe if Sam hadn't been there, the interaction right at the beginning of the episode was maybe maybe they weren't that aggressive. Maybe it was just more of a shouting match. And then uh-huh. maybe the character he's leapt into um maybe it was a bit more like, Oh yeah, you just um I got to do what my brother tells me, whereas Sam was a bit more like, again, we have no idea what the actual person would have done. And that's the problem.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So the only thing I can see that it really changes maybe that interaction on the, on the, in the docks where they, where they're sort of like keeping low and spending some time together. So I don't Yeah. Know. That's, that's the cliffhanger from the previous episode as well, isn't it?
1: That's where we yeah, begin yeah. the episode, isn't it? Um, the, 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 the trio of people arriving who are not happy about uh, Sam or Ray being with the young white lady, Susan, is Ray's older brother, Lonnie, who is apparently working himself to the bone to pay to put his younger brother free medical school. So he's very cross if Ray isn't studying or... I mean, I say he's very cross. Lonnie, as I mentioned earlier, is just an angry man no matter what. He's had enough of everything that is going on. There's a huge amount of frustration surrounding him. He's a very cross, angry individual. Alongside him, we have... And you're going to have to help me out here, I think, with the names of these characters. We have the bigger guy. Um, What was his name?
0: Um... They called him Papa, didn't they? I think. Yeah, that's uh, it. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, David. Uh, yeah, he's he's nice. You know, he he kind of goes along with what they're doing, but at the same time, he had, does have his own mind because he we have him at some point be like, nah, shit, do you know what I mean? Which we'll get to. But he's got his own mind. Then the one, the other one that he's that follows uh, Ray's brother around is a bit more radical, I think. And that's he's, BB, uh, isn't it? BB,
1: yes, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah, like BB is a piece of shit. Let's be honest.
0: But again, it's very difficult
1: because I'm criticizing a guy here who I can't relate to in the slightest because he, him, his family, his, his, his generations before him have obviously dealt with hatred and, uh, and been suppressed and so on. So I can't relate to where this guy is coming from in, in any way, shape or form. Of course.
0: No, but you're, but a, he is a dick. But you're seeing this, he is a dick because you're seeing this character, the way he's not only treating Susan, but also Ray as well so yeah. he's not he's he's treating a white girl badly and allegedly his own no it's not his brother is it but you know is one of his own kind their words not mine um as well so he's actually treating them both he's a real dickhead basically um and the one bit later on where he's just staring a hole at susan like like she's everything wrong with the world or whatever uh-huh. make make making somebody because they i don't know we get a lot of jip because we're wrestling fans and again nowhere near the same thing i i appreciate that i'm just trying to, but like you get jip of it oh you're a wrestling fan you must be an idiot or you must be stupid or whatever but like just because what just because you like wrestling so i and i like wrestling doesn't mean we're the same person it just means we have something that we both like so for the for yeah bb for somebody who wants yeah he's very radical though isn't he you can see that from the off go and especially later on he's um but yeah, but he basically was treating them both like they were idiots and, you know, he, he, what he says goes type thing. And Ray's brother is, um, like you said, he, I, he's angry, isn't he? They, they mm. sort of lean on this later on, but he is an angry person. And you can see why. I don't blame him for being angry, but the mm. way he goes forward is not necessarily. But I feel, that, I feel the, 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 the,
1: that character is intriguing to me, though, because the anger is there. And it's what I was mentioning earlier about rumours of the pregnant lady getting punched or kicked or whatever it was, almost tipping things over the edge. It's almost like the anger is already there with, with Lonnie. And he is the one that the rumour ignites the fire under to go off and do more damage. And he's almost like the, the perfect example of what I was trying to explain earlier on, I suppose. But, um, with regards to the episode itself, I don't want to dang play it in any way shape or form, but there's a lot of scenes of running about in the riots, which is fine because it's dramatic it's it's probably one of the most dramatic episodes of quantum we, we've witnessed so far there's always a, a feeling of tension and dread and um you know it's there's always danger literally on 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 the
0: doorstep so to speak yeah you're only seeing like one person's story in that right the amount of stories yes. you have in that in that based off that one riot like the people who are just going about their business and not actually getting involved with it and and just trying to go to work or just trying to get home or just trying to get to the hospital or just trying to go and buy some milk and then all of a sudden because they are who they are they get caught up with the police and all the even the rioters or whatever's going on they could- well you're, you're spot on. You're absolutely spot on the money. There's a, a moment. Um, effectively, we'll, we'll scan through quickly
1: what happens at the beginning. Um, Sam and Susan are getting it from both sides because we meet Susan's dad, the police officer. He doesn't like Ray being around his daughter. So it's almost like uh, both sides of the coin are, are, are not happy about this relationship. That's... Um, Ray, Sam has an opportunity to move out of where they are in this area that's very suppressed and, and, and dangerous and so on and go to work in a hospital elsewhere when he passes all the stuff he needs to at medical school. So that's what they're encouraging to happen there. Um, but you mentioned like, people getting caught up in the riots when it kicks off. It's Lonnie and Ray's mum, isn't it, who is on a bus and the riots are, yeah. uh, are happening and she comes in bawling her eyes out a bit of blood upon herself saying that she felt they were going to tip the bus over and it backs up 100% the point that you were making Benny about everyone would have had different stories of what was going on of course but there's some people there who are just trying to get home from work and they're caught up in this it must have been terrifying must not it
0: yeah yeah I mean going back to to, um, Susan's dad very quickly like with uh, Ray's brother and his mates they make very real like race comments like she's white you shouldn't be with her she's white you shouldn't be with her and they say that to him whereas all right yeah the dad's not happy that the daughter's with ray but at no point does he go he doesn't bring up like oh he's black or whatever he doesn't even say that he just says i'm not you know i don't want you by my daughter because he's actually more worried he hasn't actually said he doesn't like ray not really but he's actually more worried about ray's brothers and the people that ray's brother hangs around with because he knows that they are you know, they can be dangerous, basically. Uh-huh. So, at no point yeah. do we actually get from this police officer. At least, like from my point of view, I didn't feel like it was a race issue with the police officer. It was more about the company that Ray is in, rather uh-huh. than because he's black. Whereas the yeah, other, like I said, we've had the <laughs> Ray's brothers and his thing. She's white. She's white all the time. You know. So, um, I also watched it on Now TV. I don't know where you watched it, but there were um, obviously a words blanked out, which I know are in there. Yes, I was um I was not going to
1: actually you know say what those words were because oh, I think I, know, I I know I know our <laughs> listeners are probably intelligent enough to to figure out what references and what words were were implying here with regards to uh, you know 1965 and uh, race issues shall we say.
0: <laughs> but we had none of that from the police officer at all. I, at least I felt anyway so mm. um yeah, but also, you say uh, Mama Harper played by uh, CCH Pounder. I recognised her instantly. I recognize her from Robocop 3, believe it or not. Okay, uh, she's in Robocop 3. She's the, um, you know, trying to stop the uh, the people from um, taking the people's homes in that in that film, I believe. Um, and also something I didn't know, but S- Scott Bakula and CC Pounder have done a couple of projects together. The most recent by one I can find is called The Man in the Red Suit, which I've never seen. It came out in 2020. And also The Police Officer that I just mentioned. I haven't got his name listed up here. Um, but I believe I, he looks so familiar, but I believe he did a couple of episodes of Enterprise, which Scott Bakula was Captain Archer as well. So a couple of these actors have gone on. And also, a biggest one for me, not because I know him, not because I uh, have followed his work necessarily, although I have seen some of the things he's been in, Normally, when we see the mirror, a mirror image of Sam, whoever he's leapt into, most of the time, to be fair, they've either done one or two things or nothing at all. Apart from yeah, 10. none of them seem to have big long careers, do they? This fella, who's Ray, whose real name is uh, Garen Grigsby, I think that's how you say it, has done loads of stuff. Absolutely loads. He's in Nashville. Um, he was in Days of Our Grays Anatomy. Uh, Beverly Hills, 90210, um, some other sci-fi stuff, Space Above and Beyond TV series. He's in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Skip Nesbitt as well. I thought I recognized him from somewhere. Um, he's done apps, He's been active pretty much since then. He does like one or two episodes here, and he's done a couple of films. He's got some upcoming projects as well. Uh, something called Men of Law is in post-production right now. I don't know what that is about because I've not done any research on it. Um, but he's one of the first one-leapers, mirror image people, that I've seen, that's actually done more than just three or four things. He's actually done mm. lots of stuff, so I was almost like blown away by that because I think like the teacher in season one, the horrible one that we didn't like, like the he done like one. Um, the baseball player in season one as well has literally done nothing but quantum leap. I think sometimes they use reflections of maybe. Um, like crew members or something. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) do you know what I mean? So the janitor or (laughs) something. Yeah. (laughs) So I just feel like I'm not saying every single person Sam leaps into hasn't gone on done stuff. I'm just, at least in the first few seasons, it seems to be people that didn't really do much after. So Mm. this is one of the first ones that I've gone. Oh my god, this guy's done loads. (laughs) like normally the imdb list is about three things maybe four at most this is several pages why (laughs) okay i was like oh so anyways but yeah (laughs) um effectively
1: we end up as the episode progresses in a clinic there sam wants to help people he he, you know the person he has leapt into is medically trained or training i suppose sorry but sam himself is obviously medically trained um and susan is susan's arrived in watts as well to everyone's dismay and horror that she's there because it's dangerous for her Um, but she wants to help as well so they decide to head to the clinic and susan ends up being quite upset when a young boy is brought in by his mother and goes absolutely crazy because susan a white lady is trying to help and again it just shows the but how high the fear and the emotion and, and, and so on was running with all these people at this particular time. But the most dramatic moment about this is the 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 big fellow, Lonnie's mate, comes in and he's been shot by police and he's dying, Benny, isn't he?
0: Yeah, I, do you know what? Could watch, you, know, you know how you watch an episode back and you go, oh, I remember this, so, oh, that's coming next, and you remember all these things. Yes. When they brought him in, I forgot about that completely, so I was completely taken off guard by it. I was like, oh, crap like and because he's one of the characters again earlier on like I remember harper gets brought in her head's bleeding and the susan's there and she's like, oh my god child what are you doing here she needs to she needs to get her out of here, race she's gonna get there they'll kill her they'll kill her uh-huh. and then later on the brothers come well the brother comes back with his mates and one of them the you know the horrible ones bb's sat there just boring a hole at her and then he's oh yeah she's she's racist um one of them so i can't remember who says it, whether it's ray's brother or the a uh, uh, bb but the big fellow the one who's got shot says she's not a racist, so like he's got his own mind. He knows, he, you know, he ain't fricky. He doesn't. He hasn't brought into necessarily like, yes, there are problems, but he doesn't. I think he's one of those blokes. I feel like if he's tr- if you treat him nice, he treats you back. He's nice back. Do you know what I mean? Which is how it should be, regardless mm. of where you're from and what you do and whatever. He um, so just seems like a nice fella, especially in comparison, I've, in yeah. comparison to some of the company that he keeps. Absolutely, yeah. It's almost like um, you've got uh, him, who's the nice. One Ray's brother is kind of in the middle, and then is like the extreme of it. So you've almost got like the three sort of levels of, like, not hatred, but you know, of emotions on this on this political bloody on this you know the way things pe- things were and have been. So you almost got like the nice the slightly grumpy in the absolute dickhead <laughs> almost like totally. yeah
1: but i mean i think here we see a turn don't we i mean I- i've said several times in the episode already but lonnie is a very angry man and here his friend it basically passes away and it's 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 issues with the riot that lonnie has been a i'm not saying him personally but people fighting for the cause that he has Uh, of course you can't get an ambulance in and out, which is something that they're they're preventing happening so they can't get an ambulance to his friend um they can't get to the hospital because all the cars are being burnt out and set on fire by the rioters the phones have been cut off so they can't call for
0: help so they mentioned the mama mentions because they have that night where they where sam wakes up and she said, "I saw the repair guys for the phones, but uh, they got pulled out, and I don't know what's going on. Basically, so she doesn't. So the, the poor repair guy that come to repair the phone lines got ri- ripped out of his van and yeah, I'm assuming beaten and then shooed away. I, it doesn't really tell us what happened to that poor fellow. Or, but the, those those scenarios there
1: contribute to BB's friend, uh, the bigger guy, Papa." T or D or whatever they refer to him as.
0: Uh, yeah, Papa D they call him.
1: Yeah, uh, he
0: passes away because of the gunshot wound because they can't get help to him. Yeah, and it's, you see like Ray's brother, you actually, because he's a bit like indifferent towards Ray and a little bit and like he doesn't seem to care. He's just angry. and But when mm. when Papa David, uh, Papa D gets hit, he's you see him like, he goes very quickly from, it's, it's, it's quite a powerful moment to be honest, I'm not going to yes. lie. Because again, I've, forgot completely that this happened so um he goes from this angry person to somebody who actually cares about somebody and he does care and that's the point but he's very angry at the way people are being treated so um and then he's trying to pick him up and papa d was a big fella um it would have taken probably four of them maybe five of them to carry him and if the hospital you know it was just unfortunate really and i was like proper like you know like when you're watching something you have your own in in a monologue or whatever you're sort of thinking about this you're Uh I like that, that was good, or that was bad. In that moment, I think my brain went clear, like, oh, shit. And I was just in that moment with them. So it was a really yeah. powerful moment.
1: And that, that, that just shows that the, the quality of writing, if it can do that, I think. If it can take you yeah. into those those yeah. moments. Um, with regards to this, this, this issue then, and Papa D passing away, this causes Lonnie to snap. Uh, he grabs Susan. And basically declares that if any more black people die, he will kill her. Um, He takes Susan away. Ray is stopped by BB with with a gun, and so on, until Ray's mum gets involved. Um, Sam is then chasing his brother and Susan to try and. Well, he's 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 trying to get to them to save Susan from from his brother, who's effectively he's lost the plot. He's he's crazy, and he, he has nothing to care about anymore. I suppose. And we get scenes of Sam running through the streets, spliced with footage of explosions and the looters trashing shops and so on. And again, yes, okay. Nowadays, in, in 2024, with the technology we have, the difference in looking at one scene and the quality of the filming to the scenes that they were shooting themselves, the difference is quite dramatic, the, 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 the flicking back oh, and forth. Yeah. yeah, we can see it. But that aside... I thought this was incredibly dramatic, very intense. Watching Sam burn marks and dirt and blood all over him with explosions and fighting, and at one point Sam even gets grabbed by the police and beaten and so on. It it's really it's it's intense, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and in a weird way, I'm not saying I like that. It's just more of a case. Of, it would have been strange if he had made it through all that and didn't get collared by by somebody. So, um. Al obviously appearing in, like, trying to, like, give him the information. I was trying to figure out why they struggle with certain information. Because, again, the, the riots are very much public, not public. Well, they are. They're very noted in history is what I'm trying yes, to say. Yes, yes. So I do find sometimes why the logic and then for some reason, maybe it's because there were so many people there and it's harder for them to lock on to certain people but then sometimes Sam's in little towns and stuff. So I get it. But like the, the logic of the writing sometimes I get it. It's a writing device to make sure that with, Sam, cause obviously like stuff, like I think I've said this before on the show, but like stuff like stranger things, if it was film, if it was in today's climate with mobile phones, that can be, you can message people instantly. Um, they, you know, they wouldn't have these scenes in that where they can't find each other or the radios aren't working. So I get it's a writing tool, but sometimes the logic, the reasoning they give behind why Al can't get there is very vague for me. And sometimes I feel like mm. sometimes you're there, sometimes you're not. Um, Al fitted fit in really well in this episode. I, I don't know uh, no point, but it's just sometimes the excuses they give sometimes irk me a little bit of why it's not working. It's not like he came in at the start of the episode, so we've got a few power problems, which they have done before. And you go, okay, well, okay. I'll get you. You I'll know, you. whereas in sure. this episode, we're having trouble locking onto you and stuff. But why though? Uh, I, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, I bet, I wouldn't say it bothered me that much, but I'm glad that the way, but again, the way they did it, where Sam's trying to get to Susan, uh, Ray, obviously who Sam's leapt into is, um, is really good. And, um, the the police chief we see, you know, saying I've told everybody to pull back and not fire unless they're fired upon. And there's some of the radios. You can't do that. I said, yes, I can do it. It's my daughter that he have got. And they've tried to suppress the media as well to make sure that they don't report any more uh, deaths as well. Because mm. he's very serious. Um, you know, um, Ray's brother is very much like he's just very angry. isn't he? he's he gone from like he's just lost one of his best mates, I think. Um and he's sick and tired of the killing, isn't he? Basically, and um, I don't know what he's thinking about taking kid. You know, kid. Or I suppose maybe he is. He does actually state that I've kidnapped a police chief's daughter, so that gives him a bit more. I don't know bargaining power. He maybe thought. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not 100 percent sure he really knows. To be fair, at this point, but
0: um. Also, when sap- you made it, sorry, the little comment you made a minute ago. He said like um. Oh, he maybe he feels like he's got nothing to lose, which I think you are hundred percent right, by the way. But he's just blinded by rage at this point, isn't he? Because he just yes. lost his friend, but he's still got his younger brother and his mother. So, like, yeah. has but he? I think you're right. He feels like he has got nothing. He's trying to help in his own way, and it's the you know you can consider the violent way the wrong way because it is. Um, but like, for him to feel like he's got nothing else to live for is a bit selfish on his part as well, because his mum and his brother. Mm. So, yeah. in that moment, he's not thinking clearly.
1: No, no, definitely not. Um, it effective, this effectively takes us to the final scene, doesn't it? And it's a very, again, I keep using this word, but it's quite tense. It's almost claustrophobic. They're, they're in Ray's apartment. Uh, Lonnie has taken Susan there. There is a sniper, a police sniper, up on a roof with a shot through the window, effectively at Lonnie. But Sam himself, accidentally, you know, not realizing what he's doing, keeps bobbing in and out of the shot, making it difficult for the sniper to to, to take the shot. Um, it's very claustrophobic in this little room yeah. where uh, very intense uh, and, and obviously Lonnie's got the gun. And we have some, very, it was some great dialogue back and forth with Sam trying to encourage Lonnie just to stop. It, you know, this isn't going to change anything. And eventually, again, it's it's a battle of wills, isn't it? And it's a battle of dialogue and so on. S- Sam manages to convince Lonnie that this is not the way forward. He doesn't have to die here today. It's almost like Lonnie is convinced he wants to be a martyr. And Sam is saying it's not going to change anything right now and all this sort of stuff. Um, eventually, Sam gets through to him he agrees to let Susan go, tells them both to get out, which of course then means that the, the, the eye line, the, the shot for the sniper is, is clear. It's unbroken. Yeah. And he takes the shot and, and Lolly gets killed anyway, yeah. which I mean, I, I don't really think potentially from a writing standpoint, from a story standpoint, there was many other ways out of it for that particular character because of what had gone on. But at the same time, I still find it a little surprising because this is Quantum Leap and seeing that person get shot and then literally bleed out in Sam's arms while Sam is saying, I haven't done enough. It's, it's not the normal cheery, happy ending that you
0: get in a Quantum Leap episode, absolutely is it? Not. No, absolutely not. And also talking a minute ago about if this was now, like, if this was set in 2011 or today, like they would have sent uh, Ray in wearing a wire so they could hear the conversation. Whereas in 1964, is that right? Uh, Sixty five. Sorry, my bad. Uh, 1965. They, I mean, they probably would have had the means to do it, but in the, in that war zone, they wouldn't have had the necessarily the the, the, the kit with them. Quite possibly, but I don't Mm -hmm. think it necessarily existed as well. Like, so what do you know? I mean, in terms of storytelling, this wouldn't have, like, because they shoot him and they're all screaming out, Susan screams out the window, he's let me go. You didn't have to kill him. You didn't have to kill him. Of course, initially, when it happens, I'm angry. I'm like, why the f have you shot him for? But they didn't know. All they know in that moment in time is that now, now they've got Ray in there, Susan there, and a guy with a gun threatening to kill a police, you know, Susan, basically. Um, so initially, when I first saw the scene, I was like, oh, for, why have you done that? Why have you done that? But they wouldn't have known. But like I said, in no, terms of, of what I mean, if you set these things back then, wires and stuff weren't as common. Uh, as, and also in the scenario we have here, which is based on based on a real thing, they wouldn't have had time to necessarily get, because they could barely get any emergency services there anyway. So trying to get him with a wire on and stuff would have been in, near impossible anyway. Mm. So, you know, they didn't know that he was, was given up and have been talked down. Um, so it, but like I said initially when he got shot I was angry but then when you see it in the bigger picture you're kind of like well it's a, it's sad that he has been shot because maybe if he'd have been given the chance yeah alright he probably would have gone to jail for a couple of years after that but he could have done be- uh, something better rather than violence maybe but yeah like you said it's um, we rarely get these moments where we're seeing Sam leap out covered in blood and upset and then he's got to be Whatever he is next, basically, you know. So it's um, it's one of those instances where, yeah, you get told they stay together and stuff, but like, what else happened? This is one of those stories where you want to go, but what happened next? You know, mm. I'd love to see, love to have seen a follow up of this at some point, but you know,
1: and and that is effectively it, isn't it? Sam Sam leaps so Ray and Susan do stay together. They stay in Watts apparently, and um. Uh... Ray works out of there and and so on. And that is kind of the end of, end of the story. Um, we'll get into where we go next in a moment, Benny, because I think it'd be more, uh, interesting to talk about our thoughts on this episode first before, because it's quite a different mood, this episode of quantum leap to what, what, what follows. So I think normally we see where we go next straight afterwards and then rank the episode, but I feel we'll do it the other way round today. Um, Obviously, we give it a rating out of five, but also your, your your sort of summary of how you feel about this story and different characters and and so on.
0: I think it's... Uh, I mean, I could sit here. I mean, I could argue that uh, Ziggy's not as supercomputer as they make it out to be, because how did I not know there was a sniper over the other, the other side of the window? But, you know... Oh, what a shout, Yeah, I didn't think I of know. that. Do you know what I mean? There are. I just sometimes, as much as I love the show... Watching it back a couple of times. And I get like when I'm having problems or there's an episode where they have funding issues and they have to turn some things off and on again. and Or they have a storm, you know, where the, the project is so it interferes with the equipment in order to get this information and stuff. Um, I think this is nothing to do with the story, it is, but it, an overall thing. I just wish sometimes we were given a bit more reason of why... Maybe this higher thing or whatever it is, is blocking certain information because Sam's got to do it by himself sometimes. I don't know. I mean, playing devil's advocate for a moment, it's possible that details
1: like that they don't have access to because the timeline is constantly changing. So the sniper being there is only there because of Sam, course, yeah, it, the, the,
0: it's changing history. So I get, you know,
1: but yeah, then So perhaps we, they don't have that access because the 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 history hasn't. Uh, I don't know the term rebooted or reset in the memory of. of, of, of here, yeah, yeah.
0: But then I mean, so I suppose sometimes we have seen it in the past where they try and do stuff like that, and we have to wait a few scenes before they get the information of. Well, in the Vietnam one's a good opportunity because we have to wait for her to sort of take off in the helicopter to history to change for her to be there to take the pictures.
1: Yes, there Uh, you go.
0: Okay, all right. Fair enough, fair enough. I could be, but yeah, I could gripe on about that. There's sometimes it just, I just sometimes I wish we had a bit more information, but we've just filled that in ourselves there. So maybe that's what we got to do more. I don't know. (laughs) Which we've done before on the show. I've, I've, you know, you've said something about. I wish they didn't do that, and I'm like, yeah, but it could, it could have been like that's. I think that might be the first time in history in waiting room where you've gone. Actually, Ben, it's actually more like probably because of this, this, and this. And I go, oh, okay, fair enough. I think that's the first time you've ever done that to me. So <laughs> I think that might be. that um, <laughs> overall, it's hard not to. I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna give it a five out of five. In fairness but it's a it's a four point five out of five I think it's a bloody great story. It is a little bit overshadowed by the real issue and the real mm. thing that happened. but I think you know apart from maybe repeating an explosion <laughs> um I think it's a bloody good story and I was actually again I think once I've spoke to you about it, I feel a bit better about it as well and sharing our our experiences with it and what we think um but yeah i I liked it. and i'm I was genuinely like shocked when um you know, Papa D got hit and he was brought in bleeding and then he died. I was like, it was almost like a moment of silence in my house as well. And I, I was just, I think that's what entertainment is, whether it's music, whether it's, you know, wrestling, whatever film TV, if you can have a moment within an episode where you're just in the moment with them, yeah, bloody good writing, as you've already said earlier. So sad scene, but I just found myself like, like being, mentally and verbally quiet and couldn't take my eyes off it and i felt that entire scene and then when lani gets angry i was like oh shit it's kick it's gonna kick off now you know because i can remember everything that happened in fairness i remembered roughly that she he took susan and stuff but you know there was a few other things in there that i didn't I f- i'd forgotten about you know so mm. okay um, um i'm
1: i'm kind of similar with regards to my my rating I'm toying between a four and a four and a half. It's, yeah, I, was, yeah. it's, it's, I, I really enjoyed this episode, but I love episodes of Quantum Leap that have big historical situations as a backdrop. However, what holds this back a bit from being a five out of five for me is it almost feels like Sam doesn't really need to be there sam is sam's there and reacting to stuff as it happens as opposed to i I suppose sam's actions set the ball rolling Yeah, yeah yeah with some of the things he then has to stop which makes you think if he didn't leap in in the first place that might not have happened so it makes the purpose of the leap no, not needed, but again... Yeah,
0: because, they, because the main goal initially is to one, because there's a 32% chance I think of her dying, but then it goes up to 80 odd because of what happens. Yes. like They need to stay together. Okay, that's fine. I mean, why shouldn't they stay together? That's fine. But normally when we have stuff like this happening, we get at the end of it, yes, they stay together, and then they opened up a good clinic within Watts or something and treated loads of people and saved loads of lives or something. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't get that, did we? Because of what was happening, it was so intense at the end. We got they stay together, but that was bad it. There was no reason
1: not i I'll tell you what I almost feel uh, and I really hope people don't take offense to this because I don't mean it in any way shape or form uh, uh, disrespectful or anything like that or trying to downplay anything in the slightest. but I almost feel like Sam and the purpose of the leap. And and, and Quantum Leap as a story in this episode itself plays second fiddle to trying to shine a spotlight on racism is bad, rioting is bad, these bad things happened. It almost takes a a step back to there being a spotlight shone on the real life issues. And again, I like it when there's a historical backdrop to what Sam is working with. But at times here, it felt like what Sam was doing wasn't the priority of the episode. It had a different, a different motive, I guess. Which again is fine, but it, small little tweaks could have had this as a five out of five.
0: Yeah, basically. I think right, to be fair, because like one of my favorite episodes is um, to this day is Color of Truth, but there was a bigger story within. There was a story within a story in that one. It yeah. uh, wasn't just about Sam being treated badly because he was Jesse and being segregated and stuff. It was also, you know, the the, the whole how the story happened with like the murder and everything and all, all went down. And is that color of truth? I'm getting no, I'm mixing them up now. That is Jesse. I'm on about the one with the um, lawyer and stuff when Sam's the lawyer. Sorry.
1: Oh, uh, Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But like that wasn't just about race in that episode it was about corruption in like local business affairs as well and people using their power to hide the truth and not get their their just do you know or you know justice um so yeah i think you might be right a little bit uh, again a great episode but i think maybe the the purpose of it was more about as you've already said was which we all know, racism's racism's bad, and violence is bad, and all that kind. Of, we all know this, but maybe it was more a reflection of what was going on in the '90s. Maybe, even though it's set in '65. Um, well, they, th- to be fair, the same area, uh,
1: the same air, rough area of NA had another batch of a of, of pretty big rioting in the early '90s. I'm not sure exactly timeline-wise where this episode drops. In comparison to the to the the '90s riots in in downtown LA, I'm not sure if this episode came out afterwards or was written afterwards, or and was maybe influenced by those, or if this was made beforehand and and I'm just clutching at straws. I don't know. But there was secondary riots in in the early '90s in the same area, so I don't know if that plays into it itself. I, I don't know. I don't
0: know, but, yeah, but it's I mean, so fair and obviously by going going back, we this is what people need to understand. You know, like learning from history will help us going forward. You know, we get all this stuff about TV shows and you shouldn't show that. And I mean, Jimmy doesn't get shown on TV anymore because of the content. You know, we've had discussions about that. I understand why, but there are also stuff things that we should be not forgetting. All we are, as the saying goes, you know, destined, you know doomed to repeat repeat it yeah you know there we go
1: there we go it's well worth a watch, though. If anyone's listening to this particular podcast here with Benny and I today, if you've not seen this episode, it's well worth a watch. Send us a
0: GM is. as well on the on the on the Facebook page and stuff. In you know, and on X and stuff like that. Let us know what you thought of the episode. In yes, you know, of course. I mean, we we we've never set out to uh, we nobody ever sets out to upset anybody. I don't think some people do. Some people are just dickheads, but we we're, we're not here to do that. We we love the show. We're we're casting a bit more of a critical eye on it now because of the show we're doing, but. I, I, overall and i like bear it.
1: in mind as well you, it's almost like you're trying you're sounding like we're, we're, you're trying to defend our opinions we both gave it a four and a half out of five that's so pretty, we bo- <laughs> <a great> episode, <laughs> so we've right? marked it very high you i know? think we'd be, i think we're almost being quite negative for something we've marked so high it's almost yeah. like we're contradicting <laughs> us
0: <laughs> it was a bloody great episode you know the stuff i'm moaning about is stuff i've probably whinged about in other episodes with the, the it's not even it's nothing to do with the writing of that one necessarily mm, okay it's the, uh, it's the stuff that Al says and does and this ain't working and that ain't working and yet Ziggy's meant to be a supercomputer and stuff, you know. So it's just, yeah. you know. But it's a writing tool. Where's Al? Why isn't he here? Oh, now he's here of key moments. It happens in every TV show, whether it's this or whatever. Key moments where in Stranger Things I brought up earlier, oh, suddenly the radios are working again because of a storm's past or whatever it was, you know. But just give us a bit more reason of why it's not working. That's just mm-hmm. me as a person, I think, so... Fair enough, fair enough. Um, What we see
1: next after the big blue flashy lights go off and Sam disappears, uh, Sam's in a box and there's lots of swords around him and another sword goes into the box as well and quite quickly we're, we're, you know it's revealed to us that he's on a stage taking part in a magic trick. He panics, the box falls open and there is a, a very young girl, uh, maybe 12, 13, whatever it may well be, on stage with him, acting as his assistant. And the episode that follows what we have watched today for the podcast is entitled The Great Spontini. Sam is in 1974 and leaps into a magician. Do you remember anything about this particular story, Benny?
0: Um, I think he is a single father trying to fight for custody for his daughter or a recent yeah
1: i can i can i can remember him being a single father and the mum not liking the daughter being on the road with him but Sometimes, i can't
0: remember yeah. exactly what he's there to do settings around 74 75 i believe so uh, and even nowadays it's still considered a bit like weirdly it's still considered strange that the father would have the kids to raise them mm. not as strange but especially in, in the 70s um I mean, there's a whole, I mean, I'm not a John Wayne fan by any stretch of the imagination, but there is a film with John Wayne back in the day, black and white film, where he is a father, um, trying to raise his daughter because the mother's run off. But yet, because he's a dad, it's considered not right for him to be doing this because they should be with the mother apparently. Okay. Um, so the great Spontini kind of, um, again, Seventy Four has a similar vibe to it, um, I don't know how I know that freaking John Wayne film to be honest with you. I think I must have my seen My dad <laughs> is the biggest
1: John Wayne fan ever. If yeah. I meant if I mentioned that to him he'd be able to tell me what year it was made, the name of the movie, probably the runtime down to the exact second. He yeah. is fanatical.
0: So- <laughs> but, and I think John Wayne, I think cowboy movies and stuff, you know. Yeah. So so I must have seen it was somebody uh it was on TV one day maybe with my grandparents maybe uh or something like that, but I remember thinking it's a black and white film so when it was filmed i was obviously black and white but also the content of which they're talking about i would assume at the time would have been quite controversial because of and like i said even nowadays in 2024 uh, it's not as uncommon now but it was still a bit like they tend to favor the mother if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so gone to a completely different conversation here, aren't we really yeah that's a whole
1: Um, different podcast
0: but yeah but but, uh, that's what i remember from it i I don't remember what... I've purposely not looked. I don't remember what the guy looks like that Sam's leapt into. I don't really remember, other than him trying to maybe keep the daughter, but I don't know why, whether it's because it's just, he's a, he's a, uh, a single father or whether, whether it's because he's a magician, clearly. Maybe his job's not as stable, um, so they want this child to be in a stable home, which makes sense. Uh, so oh. I don't know. I'm looking forward to watching it, actually. It's a weird... It's one of the few ones where I've where we've watched what we've just watched. Si, where we've just seen somebody die. He's holding his brothers in his arms to go to him falling out of a box with swords in it. It's kind of a different, different shift completely, isn't it? <laughs> in terms yes, of the, the, indeed. The mood.
1: Indeed. Uh, but there we go. That is what we have next time when you when when we join you on the waiting room via sjp world media uh benny i've had a bloody great time mate it's brilliant doing this again we need to make sure we keep it up because i've missed doing this do you want to let everybody know whereabouts they can find your good self and all your brilliant content online before we go
0: uh well um, you can follow me on x at benny mack triple n y m a c k and then also uh at in the corner wwe on x it's so weird saying x but it's formerly known as twitter uh where i'm doing the wrestling stuff at the moment we're in that time of year we're wrestling especially it's for me because i'm a wwe person or almost just happened uh, depending on when you're listening to this obviously uh, we're we're on the road to wrestlemania there's so much stuff going on uh just give it a listen so i think we're on episode 75 it's just come out i think as we sit here recording today yeah, you're fast approaching 80 aren't you so it's the longest. Well, I know I had a bit of a break from it, but like, this is the longest one I've ever done to be, fair, I think the most I ever got to was about 50, maybe a bit after the fact. Um, so, and I'm still enjoying it. It does help having someone like yourself. say, so, uh, the you know, go on, do that. Or this, that's a good idea or keep cracking Wednesday episode out or, um oh, well, so
1: you're, I, you're very kind. I mean, what what I do is very minimal in comparison to to you guys, yourself, Tyler, and someone who create the motivator. show. So.
0: You're a, you're a good motivator. I mean, Tyler comes on all the time. Um, you think I can talk? As you all well know, Tyler can <laughs> just talk. I don't. I'm not dissing it. Um, he's very knowledgeable. He pretends he isn't, but he bloody well is, and he knows more. that's what I was saying on the episode the other day. Everybody at SJP World Media, we're all. I think pretty much all of us are wrestling fans, to be honest we all do different shows, but when it came if we ever come to do like a super show of wrestling, I think we've got pretty much every era covered to a degree, or at least somebody knows about it. Do you know what I mean? So we could mm. go from, I don't know, probably the seventies all the way up to now with our rest, with our collective wrestling knowledge to a degree. Um, again, not everything, but I, I enjoy the entertainment side of it. I enjoy the wrestling. Um, so yeah, but that's where you can follow me obviously. And at SGP war media for all the stuff that I do with your good self. There we go. Uh, anything I'm involved in,
1: you can find via the network that carries this show and that's at SJP World Media on Facebook, Twitter, and then all your podcast players, platforms, providers, uh, live shows on YouTube, looking at pro wrestling, professional football, et cetera, et cetera. Um, podcasts themselves, again, at SJP World Media, looking at... Doctor Who, uh, Murder in Mind will be returning soon. Lots of wrestling content, again football content, music, all sorts of stuff going on there. So make sure you check in that. out. But most importantly, you can find and follow this show itself on Twitter and Facebook. That's at Waiting Room Pod underscore at Waiting Room Pod underscore. Next week, then or next time, whenever that may well be, hopefully next week. Hopefully next week, we will be looking at the great Spontini. Benny, I've had a blast, my friend. I will speak to you
0: next time. And I'm looking forward to saying this right now because this is where the Santa Fe kicks in. It's time to leap out.